Hello, thank you for joining me for this broadcast. Hello and good day or evening. Uh, boy, there's so much happening, of course, around the world, but I want to take time to just reflect, regroup, and encourage one another in faith. Uh, so I say this simple blessing over you. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and peace, shalom peace. And may Adonai uh, thank you, thank you for your blessings upon us, Lord. Um, yes, amen. So, uh, wow, victory, victory, victory. That was the uh, last broadcast. Today is uh, the last call. Um, um, it's, it's a plea. It's a call to repentance. I, I, I talked about in previous broadcasts, like, um, I talk about these two paths, like to serve evil baddie Satan or to serve the living one true creator of all life of all creation seen and unseen and one path leads to destruction another path leads to well life and so what is the consequence of traveling down this wide path of destruction servant evil baddie well sometimes you face judgment here on this world other times you you live high on the hog and then you face the judgment of God. Um, this we already know from scriptures that the Most High has already won. The Most High has already set the earth back in order. Some people ask, why is He doing this? Well. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. Can we just be happy we're breathing? We have breath in our bodies. We're alive. If we're still on this planet, capable of using common sense and traveling through this world of experience, being able to uh, connect and experience beautiful acts of kindness as well. You know, this life is definitely worth living. And... There's a lot to do. So when I talk about repentance, which means to turn, it's a call that we commonly, consistently throughout scripture. You know, this is a faith-based broadcast that focuses on human relationships. And at the core of human relationships, if we don't recognize that we are created beings and that we are connected to, the, to one source of life, which is commonly known as God Almighty, Yahweh, Yahuwah, the creator of all life, seen and unseen. When we, when we recognize our humanity and our original state of being made in the likeness and image of our Father, our, our creator, and the redemptive act, the atonement act, that prophetically was was pronounced throughout um, the Old Covenant in the Old Covenant in the Old Testament, the prophetic practice in preparation for, for humanity to be redeemed by the Anointed One, the Righteous One, that we can have restored fellowship in Christ Jesus. 
And this may be something you're familiar with or something that you have rejected. But I have a, uh, a call here. Seek Adonai while he is available. Call on him while he is nearby. Let the wicked person abandon his way and the evil person his thoughts. Let him return to Adonai and he will have mercy on him. Let him return to our God for he will freely forgive. Yes, he will freely forgive. He will freely forgive. But you know what? There are some who have turned from their wickedness. They realize that they're on the wrong destructive path and have turned from their wicked way and have invited um, or recognized, um, let's just say they've been awakened. The light of truth has brought them to life. They were dead in sin like as we all were. We all were. All, we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I, I am not on a holy high horse, okay? I'm just stating a fact, Jack, that we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. If thou should have mocked iniquities or wickedness, O oh God, who shall stand? But there is righteousness with, with thee that thou mayest be feared. And... Despite this call of repentance and some responding to that and turning from their wickedness and repenting to the Almighty God to be obedient sons and daughters of God, to be renewed and reborn. And when I say reborn is restored back to life. And by and then choosing the path of life. Like living in righteousness, following the righteous path of God, which is to love the Lord God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love our neighbor as we love ourselves. And what is the first commandment? Thou shalt not put any other gods before me. So not entering in adulterous, idolatrous affairs with other gods or putting anything before the Most High, whether it be money or women or men, and or anything that you would put and elevate above the Most High God, to serve the Most High God with all our heart, because he searches the heart of every human being. So you may be able to fool other people with your with your mask, but you can't fool the Most High God because he searches the heart. So he knows your heart. So what I wanted to mention as well, there are those who, to this day, despite different warnings that they've received to repent and to turn they refuse to repent they refuse to return now why is this scriptures give us a clue if you look at Hosea the book of Hosea the prophet Hosea when you look at the book of Hosea in chapter 5 this is a prophet who was speaking to Ephraim Israel was going to face chastisement the most high had allowed them to experience prosperity and protection he he built a fence around them and of course they had the commandments and following and being obedient to these commandments was a path of life but if they faulted which they did and followed a path of wickedness and disobedience well there's certain type of curses and chastisement falling upon them and we see this the Assyrian captivity <sighs> Got to get it right, folks. There are deeds. This is in chapter 5, verse 4. And this speaks to all humanity. Their deeds will not allow them to return to their God. Now, I just want to stop right here. Their deeds. What is deeds? Their actions. 
their behavior. You know, sin begot sin. Sin, what is sin? To be in disobedience of God's commands. To live in active, habitual practice of wickedness, lawlessness. Their deeds will not allow them to return to their God. Sin separates us from God. Sin separates us from the holy, good, righteous God, the creator of all life, who's holy and righteous and always good, always righteous. There's no wickedness in the most high. For the spirit of whoring is in them, and they don't know Adonai. Right there. For the spirit of whoring is in them, and they don't know Adonai. (sighs) This is why people refuse to return, despite the warnings, despite the warnings. The warnings of judgment. Now that is not something culturally accepted today. Yes, the most high readily accepted today. The most high, yes, is loving, caring, um, forgiving. Just said he's, he's willing to forgive and show mercy. But he's also of God of judgment. Come and let us. Let us return to the Lord, for he has torn, but he will heal us. He has stricken, but he will bind us up. That's from Hosea chapter 6, verse 1. We see in scripture where the Most High chastises his people, but also offers hope of restoration. Chastisement is discipline, okay? Discipline. The Most High disciplines those he loves. Who are the children of God, the ones who are born of God, that accept the truth of the Most High? They are obedient sons and daughters of God. And as a believer and follower of Jesus Christ, this is not about religion. This is about an act of spirituality. As a follower and believer in Jesus Christ, a Yeshua Hamashiach, the anointed one, the righteous one that Enoch spoke of, if you look, read the book of Enoch, that the scriptures speak of the fulfillment, the fulfillment, the sacrificial lamb, the atoning sacrifice, the righteous, unblemished lamb of God, the servant of the Most High, the prophet, the, the priest, the great high priest, we have restored fellowship i sits on the seat of dawid right sat on the right hand of god what i want to express is our authority in christ jesus over the darkness our authority in the spirit over the dark satanic world that we live in and even though people don't like to believe in the prince of this world and the people that worship him it it's happening And it's caused so much harm and so much hurt and so much damage, not only to people's lives with the propaganda and exposure to these lies that have implemented people's perceptions of things and and destroyed a generation upon generations um, and have caused havoc for not only individuals, but for others. Oh. we have an opportunity to take this antidote, to become one, 
to be unified with our father, to be unified in Christ Jesus, to be unified in love, to be unified. Because this is what is very important to know. Because, of course, there's over what? Thousands upon thousands of various denominations when you just talk about followers of Christ alone. But we know there is one Lord, one God. <laughs> right? And man has different perceptions and viewpoints and there's all these diff, diff, uh, deferring views and polarization. But there's one Lord, one God, and one command. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Right? Love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor as you love yourself. That command stands. God is love. We are supposed to be vessels of love. We are supposed to love our neighbor. We are supposed to do good to help the poor, the widow, the orphan. We are supposed to be righteous men and women of God made in the likeness of image of the Most High displaying his attributes. Not the sub displaying the attributes of Satan which is uh, being a murderer and a liar from the beginning. Now, there's many seeds of Satan out here promoting the agenda of Satan, which is to steal, kill, and destroy. And we are all walking in that same darkness, that same unfruitful darkness. But by the grace and mercy of God, he dragged us out and called us by name and and ignited our spirit with life. And therefore, with that breath of life, we become we have a call to become salt and light of the earth on a mission to spread the glory of God and with authority that we have in Christ Jesus to put the enemy under our feet. Now this comes with great persecution and suffering and pain to purge us of our pride. I heard a rabbi uh, speak and mention how he didn't need God and yet he was breathing and talking and saying he didn't need God. He didn't ask to be born and etc. etc. Um, and, uh, I would have strong disagreement, uh, as many and other rabbis uh, would disagree that we do with God doesn't need us. Uh, he doesn't need us. He wants us. He doesn't need us. Uh, he, he wants us and he wants us to cooperate, co cooperate. He wants us to, to, to be in fellowship with us. He wants us to be involved in his plans he wants to he, he on the earth. He wants us to be connected in unity and this loving fellowship. And we are his arms and his legs and we, we move and live in and that's how we we have our being in the most high. You know, I talk about dependency on the Holy Spirit of the living God within us when we become believers and followers of Christ and we accept the atoning sacrifice for our sins, for our disobedience, and we're put in alignment, we're restored. When, when, when we are restored in this fellowship of love and service and compassion, not false sense of compassion where you're just, you're being a doormat. I'm talking about this is, dis, this is discernment ready positioning. And I talked about previous broadcasts, our prayer of exposure of false controlled opposition, which is happening, deception, you know, people wearing a false mask and misrepresenting their intentions and it's being exposed more and more. Their dark purposes in their dark hearts and their flattering words, but in their heart, they're ravishing wolves, 
scattering the flock of the world. You know, when the Most High brings judgment, people, and I talk about the wicked and evil baddie, and we got to turn back, we got to turn back, we got to realign ourselves, we got to serve the Most High, we got to, we we have to do this, we, we must do this, we have, must embrace embrace the path of life why so humanity can survive we won't survive on this hate fueled rampage that we're on on this depraved whoredom that we're following we will not survive if we continue to serve evil baddie the satan the satan system we will not survive there is a set plan to eradicate our entire humanity just like the days of noah where there's no doggone pure blood left on the freaking planet because (laughs) noah was the last of of the righteous men of god that was put in the ark with his family you hear people talk about, we need to get rid of the people. We need to get so many people breathing. If any other person was walking down the street and you heard somebody say, there's too many people breathing, you would say, what is this person's problem? They're, they are a psychopath. Why would you do? They're filled with demonic beings. They're possessed or something. We watch it every day. Crime shows and detective shows and people going out and putting little messages out. And then, they, you know, if you look to study uh, criminal behavior and all this other stuff. But, oh, you can go around running your mouth off and telling people, oh, oh, yeah, guess what? You need to turn into a cyborg. And, oh, yes, you need to go into a hive mind and you need to be one with the beast. No, thank you. People go, oh, wow, yay. You know, and it just shows you you can have... Uh, all this uh, monetary influence and say the most outrageous, despicable, harmful things on this doggone planet. And you could say uh, all these horrific uh, messages that anybody else would say, you would think that they were a psychopath. You think perhaps they were, they had serial killer tendencies or something like that. But no, they people could say this because they're oh, say it in an elegantly palatable way when we're headed for self-destruction and they're willing to do that. It's like you're talking 1-800-DIAL-A-DEMON and it's not fun to watch because why? Because you think about the future generations and what kind of earth are they going to uh, inhabit? One of destruction, one of uh, nuclear warfare where people wiped off the planet and stuff like that and you have people willing to commit acts of, of atrocity against their own human fellows for what for worldly gain for their own self-centered gain it doesn't end well for the wicked you see them laughing smiling having a good time that's why this message is is for to remember for us to call to repentance to be that ready-made bride of christ to be that ready-made bride of god to, to remember our husband not Baal, to remember our husband, not the beast, remember our husband, our true husband, the living God, the one true God. (sighs) To be one, get it? We have so much division in this world, so much division. It's not going to end well for the wicked, and this is not a threat. This is what the word of God says. This is the word of the Most High. This is exactly what the Most High says. We look at scripture, it does not end well for the wicked. 
It does not end well. So pride comes before fall. And we watch it happen live on real life experience. You'll watch people that have their nose so spots stuck up in the air. They can't see where they're walking. And what happens? They trip. People, you can put your trust in your wealth and you, you can nestle up to your dollars or digital bucks. But the fact of the matter is the one true living God, that's who we put our trust in. Blessed is the man that puts his trust in dependency and confidence and assurance in the one true living God and not man. Man will fail you. We need to put our trust in the living God and know that he's working everything out for our good. For those who believe. We want to walk by faith and not by sight. We want to walk by faith and not by sight and not on the path of destruction and wickedness. Um, I know I went to town. It's a holy, righteous anger. It's a holy, righteous anger for us to get back on track and not be seduced by these very seductive, um, appealing voices that are propped up on the world stage that are enticing us for, to, to self-destruct humanity. So we're calling for all the righteous men and women of God, the children of the living God, to rise up in prayer and peace and joy in the power of the living God that goes forth before us and after us to begin to be the light and salt of the earth to every single position the Lord has placed us in every single area and every single passage of the system created to make a deep, meaningful impact of love and service and willing to be that judgment arm of the living God. And when I say the judgment arm of the living God, to be active in our faith, following the path of righteousness, taking back territory that the en- the enemy has to only take it back territory taking back territory taking back territory taking back er- ter- territory that means getting involved being a good citizen being involved in our local communities being involved being the voice in the darkness exposing the darkness exposing exposing the enemy's tactics exposing the enemy's plan this is this is like Yahusha time. Joshua time. Joshua time. The manifest glory of the living God upon the earth. When I say Joshua time, it's taking possession of our dominion, of our God-given dominion upon the earth and elevating the true prince, Yeshua HaMashiach, the true prince, not the prince of the satanic world, the prince of the living God, serving the one true God. So our lands will be blessed. Our lands will be blessed. And yes, order must come to his house. This is a tough, tough one to say, but um, he's examining our hearts. We want to make sure our hearts are right. There's um, people talk about church hurt. I'm not talking about an institution. I'm talking as to the ecclesia, the called out ones, the assembly, the body of Christ, those who are one with our father, children of the living God, that everywhere, and it's great to fellowship one, one, another, not one another, I'm not demeaning that, what I'm trying to have us look at the bigger picture here, all around the world, that want to see the glory of God um, spread and continue to spread throughout the earth and 
for people to take up their mantle and of faith upon the earth and to live out their faith, not being fans of Christ, but we want to be followers and not just fans of Christ Jesus. We want to be followers and being obedient to what the Most High says. Because why? Because this is a path of life. This is not bondage. The world teaches that's bondage. Live free. Do this. Do that. Live. Do whatever. Do it thou will. Do whatever you want. God understands. Blah, blah, blah. It's the same old story. It's the same old, old tired story. And it's actual bondage. You're going to let be left holding the bag with a big bill that you can't afford. Which is, it says the wages of sin is death. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, the scripture says. First John 1 John 1.9 The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And now, having been declared right by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through him. We could be saved from this wrath. Who can stand the wrath of the Most High? Your wealth, nothing's going to protect you from the wrath of the Most High. I'm telling you right now, nothing will protect you from the wrath of the Most High when he pours it out. That was Romans 5.9. We all deserve death. That's what we need to understand, what we deserved. Is by the mercy of the living God that he redeemed us and he has a beautiful plan for us. And what is our purpose of life? To cling to the Most High, to listen to him, and to be obedient. This is the whole purpose of life. We get, that's the whole crux of the matter. We received restoration and favor. And I hope we all recognize that. We turn from our wickedness and be true sons and daughters of the living God. And have true discernment and not follow the path of unrighteousness where we self-deconstruct ourselves. We give ourselves over to the beast. And in our whoredom, we face the wrath of the almighty God. We know from reading scriptures that the Most High will eradicate sin off this planet. When that will happen, I don't know. It's a gradual process that we're experiencing right now. As the scriptures say. You reap what you sow. It's harvest time. And one of the interesting thing about a boomerang is when you throw a boomerang, you throw it out and then it comes back to you. So it's like a boomerang of your deeds that you commit in this life, which God sees, the Most High sees all our deeds. In Hosea, the book of Hosea, uh, this is the last thing I'll say, um, Okay, I brought up Hosea a lot. It's a prophet of the Most High. Name. Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity. I have also trusted in the Lord. I shall not slip. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my mind and my heart. Lord tries our hearts. I remember all their wickedness. Now their own deeds have surrounded them. They are before my face. So... Yes, we see um, the Most High sees all things. Um, this is uh, a word for the for the people of the Most High um, to be aware of. Uh, this call of Hosea to Ephraim has mixed himself among the peoples. Ephraim is a cake unturned. Aliens or strangers 
have devoured his strength, but he does not know it? Yes, they do not return to the Lord their God. I will chastise them. I'm just, they did not cry out to me. This is from chapter 7. They did not cry out to me with their heart when they wailed upon their beds. That's how indifferent they were. They rebelled against me. This is the heart. This is the heart of God. They devise evil against me. They return, but not to the Most High. Let us return to the Most High, so He may return to us. Let us return from our turn from our wickedness. Let us cry out in humility, pray, seek the face of the Most High, so that He will forgive our sins. He will hear from heaven, forgive our sins, and heal our land. Zalia needs healing from these tyrannical tyrants. And we pray for the tyrannical tyrants, Lord, trying to slaughter and wipe out humanity, working with Satan, being one of his minions. We just show them the way out of their temptation and deliver them, help them to, to hear the voice and not harden their hearts, take their stony, stubborn hearts and make them a heart of flesh. Lord, please let any correction they receive or even attacks from Satan turn them back to you. Yes, yes, we're praying for our enemies today, that they would turn, and uh, the, the enemies of God, that they would turn from the darkness and lead them to salvation, open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light and the power of Satan to you, Abba, to you, God, Yahweh, so that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a peaceful rest among those who are sanctified by faith, Jesus. Amen. And, no, and, 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 the, and the ones he will drag out, the most high knows. But I tell you right now, there's people that will refuse. And they're headed for the pits of hell. I'm telling you. They're just, they're just done. They're headed for the, for the destruction. They're going to be wiped out. And that's not me saying it. It's just the path of destruction that we we all can be on if we, we reject the living God and the truth that he has given to us and live a life of debauchery and abomination. When the Lord has had enough, he's had enough. And we want to be prepared vessels of the living God, righteous and holy before the Lord. And where do we where do we gain this? Because we can't do it within ourselves. I talk about we need to do this. We, we can't do that within ourselves. We have the Holy Spirit of the living God, the Spirit of God, the holiness of God, leading us, guiding us, teaching us, sanctifying us. Um, the closer we get to the Most High spiritually, the closer we get and recognize um, the Most High within us, then we can begin to take on His attributes. We dwell in His love. We begin to be transformed and our desires change. A desire to to be slaves to sin and submitting to our flesh begins to diminish and we begin we gain more balance and we get more strength we actually become stronger not weaker and we become stronger and by spirit and therefore our flesh we begin to dominate and we begin to have a balanced approach to our human experiences and then it leads to more life and more happiness the world teaches a total opposite of course but we're not to listen to the world, we're listening to the standard. The Most High has set a standard in scriptures and that we live by them because you, if we follow the path of sin, which is disobedience, we don't walk in this love. Well, 
We see a lot of pain in relationships. We see a lot of destructive acts. We see a lot of self-centeredness. We see a lot of just turmoil and conflict when we don't submit to living God and we don't live in love. So we want to live in love and we want to walk in love. And that's the call today to be peaceful vessels of God and to know that the Most High um, does use different people that he's placed in positions of authority to enact his judgment. So we want to be, we want to be frank here that we want to be the chosen vessels of God and live out our faith honestly and purely to help humanity thrive and grow. This is about preserving humanity. This is a call to preserve humanity. Let's, let's preserve humanity for not only ourselves, but future generations, please. The path we're heading on is a very dark path. And if the Most High does not intervene, he is righteous and is just because this is what we deserve from our human heart, the decay of our human heart. The heart is desperately wicked, says who can know it. If we don't guard our hearts, this is a path we can go on very quite easily. We habitual sin. We begin to hurt and harm other human beings till we, we destroy ourselves into oblivion. Um. So we're talking about replacement here. So by those who are just working to, uh, to if, if, so let us take an ultimate, and the most, if the most high intervenes by his mercy, glory be to the most high, let us follow the path of life to help humanity thrive and grow and not end up in this destructive, painful path that we're headed on, that we're in actually, in, it's a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, a lot of hurt, because that's what sin does. People like going around blaming God and humanity and the heart of man is so wicked. It caused all these cor corruption and we could uproot it by following the path of righteousness and life that gives life. So let us follow the path of life and not death. And um, honor what the most high honors, which is you see different areas culturally from with whether it be marriage, sex, whatever, where the nature is is all being distorted as something awful or wicked. And we see societies deteriorating over it, even when it comes to developing human life and suppressing it. And we see societies crumbling because of it. We see societies crumbling because of greed. We see societies crumbling because of, of, of wretchedness and coldness. You can't dish out evil and expect a good harvest. It comes back to you. Thorns and thistles. That's what you got. Thorns and thistles and drought. Let us return to our God and serve the one true creator of all life, seen and unseen. I understand people don't believe in this. That's fine. The truth doesn't need defense. First of all, the truth is just there. It's so blatantly in your face. There's no escaping. It's, it's almost irrefutable. Ever hear irrefutable evidence when it's presented in court? It's so irrefutable that you can't even make up an excuse for it. It's so in your face and just point blank that there it is. You ever see someone who, um, oh, you may, may not have seen, but I'm just saying, if you're, if you're in a court uh, and um, that uh, someone presents evidence, video evidence, um, or if you've seen it on TV or something like that, anyone, any, anywhere you've heard of the read it in a book or something, the court process. And, the, and, and, and and a video is presented in the court 
It's the person. It's live. It's recorded. Right there. Boom. How you getting out of that one? <laughs> it's irrefutable evidence. You did it. There you are. It's right on tape. You know, or other other incidents. You know. We know the power of tape because some people, <laughs> some people say, "Oh, whoa, whoa!" You know that's why we have all these legislators doing this and that against their own. It's conscious, you know. It's called compromise, and a lot. And some people speculate that they are. But anyway, what I'm trying to t- talk about irrefutable evidence. I'm talking about irrefutable evidence of the truth, and may it prevail throughout the earth. The truth of the living God may it prevail throughout the earth. Let us come and live in love. Shalom, peace. I hope you have a wonderful day or evening. Stay tuned. It's not happening here and around the world. May the glory of God be prevalent in our lives. And may we see the glory of God of deliverance and deliver us, O Lord, from lying lips and a deceitful tongue, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> Ooh, lots of victories. Victories to come. Stay tuned.